going on with y'all? Just questions. No questions? After the Super Bowl this past year, Jalen Hurts said, you either win or you learn. What has this group learned the last two weeks uh, in preparation for this week? Um, well, we really focused on this past week, um, learning from the mistakes that we made uh, during the game, just fast starts. And um, I feel like we're now settled in with the offense, with everything that's going on, with the nuances of it, with every uh, – um, we went through real tests together as a team. And – in the system, so now we know, okay, what we like, what we don't like, and now I feel like this is the second half of the season we're real comfortable in. Hey, sure, Tyler King with Denver Gazette. After the game, we were talking about the final touchdown drive you were, and the kind of the checks you were making yeah. on that drive. You were mentioning that, I think you said, like, all 11 guys wouldn't wouldn't have been in the right spot or weren't yeah. synced up. Has that been an emphasis this week as you guys are, you know, making changes and making corrections about trying to make sure everybody is all set for a drive like that in, like, a two-minute drill type situation? Yeah, of course. That, that That's the best thing possible we can do as an offense. I just didn't want to waste uh, plays on that. And... That's just honestly like something I just take to the chin and just a learning learning experience from that. It's just, you know, be more manageable with the time and understand, okay, um, this is a situation, how are we gonna go about it, how are we gonna fix it? So that's the main thing and anything that we're very unclear with in practice or anything, we're gonna make sure we get those extra reps in to be able to be uh, very fluent with it in the game. Hi Shiloh, Ryland Scholes from Shador. Oh, oh my gosh, Shador, I'm sorry. It's cool, though. we brought this it's up. Right. It's all good. Well, I'm not sure if you've seen, but you and Shiloh, who's your brother, uh, have been uh, clips of your guys' reality show from the yeah. WM have been going viral on mm -hmm. social media. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Like, uh, I only really notice it because some people, like you know, talk to me about it or just ask me. We just referenced it back in the day. And like, I just ain't know what they was talking about at first because you know, I'm not on social media during the week, honestly. I, I stay locked in on football and uh, just managing my time the right way. So I don't really know how much is out there, you know, but I, I just I just see a couple of clips on there and it was funny. Hey, Shadow, Jimmy Sirfoss, 247 Sports. How would you like to see Miller work into this offense a little more? Coach is talking about working him in more apps. Uh, him. Him just being consistent each and every day, day in and out. Uh, that's the main thing, and that's just how I feel like here you're going to be able to get playing time is just the most consistent player that's going to play. Hey, Shadur, uh, after I'm associated with press, um, kind of off the field, um, DJ Colleen did the, the watch thing. I guess what's your origins of the watch? And, and also, do you ever get starstruck on the sideline when you see all the celebrities? Is anybody like, you're like, wow, I can't believe he's here or she's here or something like that? <clears throat> no, nah, I don't because I know everybody's regular humans. So it's not, I don't really be phased by names or anything like that. It's just they come here to watch the game, like entertainment purposes. So we got to stay out there handle business because all that stuff could go away quick. So, like, really my mindset with everything is take everything with a grain of salt to it. Like, it's cool, but... Uh, things don't work out the right way, then they'll remember you for a bad thing. So you'll never really want to have those guys be the focus of that. I feel like that's more for them. You know, being able to witness history, um, 
them being able to see what's never been done before uh, in person, live in purpose, in person, and them going to be able to tell their kids one day, hey, I remember when this happened. Oh, when DJ Khaled did the watch, like, that was just, I don't know, it just happened. I didn't know it was really going to blow up or anything like that because it's just, you know, it was just in the moment. Nothing was, like, premeditated, I'll say, to where I know, okay, I'm going to go do this. Like, nah, it just happened. And he just took it around with it. Last year, we had a Monster Tiger 24-7 sports. After the game on Saturday, you mentioned that your ankle was bothering you a little bit. Is that kind of like a reoccurring deal that you've been having to, to deal with? Oh no, not reoccurring. Everything fine now. Like it was just, you know, you know, after the games, it's just soreness a little bit. So, sat in the ice bath for almost an hour after the game, and I'm fine now. So I feel great. Is Tom Brady or any other quarterbacks ever giving you advice just the recovery aspect of things? No, not really. It's just um, even with Coach Pat, him just telling you like, because uh, you know he he been around a lot of quarterbacks and he had a lot of quarterbacks in the league. Because like the best quarterbacks just stay healthy. So that's the main thing, uh, just investing your time in things that matter, which is your health, and just doing the daily things to make sure uh, you be proactive and not reactive. Eric Lucido, 9 News. Um, what's your mentality about road games? Do you feel like you're more focused? I'm, I'm busy, man. <laughs> nah, come on, man. Nah, nah, nah man. Uh, first, I get interrupted, then he gets interrupted, but you know, you're... You're the main guy, so come on in. Uh, what's what's your mentality with road games? Are you more focused on the road? Do you feel like this is kind of one? Of, do you also feel like this could be like a get-right game for you guys? Well, no, I feel like every game we we, we approach it with the mindset of. Well, I don't really understand what a get-right game is, but uh, we approach each game with the same mindset of just go out there dominate and just do the take everything play by play. So on the road, it's not really no difference to being at home. Uh, the game is the game. At the end of the day, every field is 100, uh, 100 yards that we play in, and um, we just got to go out there and execute. Should have Matt Smith, 104.3, the fan. How much – look, you played at a high level for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. But it feels like this is a, a new experience, right? you played a couple of top ten teams the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. How much do you feel you're growing as a quarterback? Is that something that you actively mm -hmm. want to do is just learn more and more? Yeah. No, nah, I find that uh, – I feel like it's very fun. I'm having fun playing this game. I uh, know each week we're, we're faced with different battles and really it's just getting comfortable within the offense because, you know, this this the fifth game or we going to the sixth game, I'm not sure, um, of really knowing the ins and outs of the offense. So week by week I feel like we're improving as a whole and I feel like this is the second half of the season and now we're going to be comfortable and you'll be able to see what this offense is for you. Have there been a few moments where you're like, oh, okay, can't do that here, or oh, okay, I need to be a little bit better this this way or that way. Anything yeah. stuck out the first five weeks or something? Yeah, of course. When you go back and watch film, it's okay. It, it's a couple reads you missed, or a couple throws you missed, or you got to quicken up and you know, just understand the pieces you got around you and use them to the best ability. So that's the main thing that you go back and and do. But I don't think no quarterback in the world just had just a perfect game saying I can't improve anywhere. We'll go two more. Go ahead, Carlos. This should go Carlos Bryant, DSM. There was a moment in the game in the fourth quarter where you walked down to the end of the sideline and you was talking with T.O. for about a minute before you lived out the score. Can you talk about what conversations you have with him during the game? I, I can't, honestly, I can't, I can't even recall that specific moment. Thanks. Yeah, I can't, I can't recall that specific 
moment because it's like it's a lot of like mental battles you're going through with yourself uh, during a game and each game and you're analyzing different things that happen uh, or that may happen or you know just playing the game within your head so I can't really remember recall that Brian Howell from the Bowl Daily Camera. Uh, sort of off Matt's question here, but um, I know you guys didn't want to lose these last two games, but how valuable were those experiences for this team to grow, to see two of the best teams in this conference, two of the best in the country the last two weeks? Well, I feel like every game is valuable. I don't think it's it's uh, this team or that team or whether it's in the top ten and ranked, unranked. I feel like every game is valuable and having another experience and going to um, battle with guys, with your teammates, it it's extremely, you need that to happen. Yeah, so it was cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, all the weeks this far, and we're just ready to, you know, lock in and uh, be very explosive in the team we're supposed to be. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, we know who's who today, huh? <laughs> it's, a thin, it's a thin line. It's a thin line between love and hate. It's a thin line. Let me see. I could count. One, two, three. It's the first weekend I could count. <laughs> I appreciate all of you tremendously for your love, your support, your consistency. And let's go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. DND uh, Lamb, JJ Hawkins, um, at the Students of the Week, sociology sophomore from Miami, Brandon Miller as well, exploratory studies, uh, freshman from Littleton, Colorado. They are the student athletes of the week, student academic athletes of the week. We like to just give that note because that's tremendous as well. Now let's go. How you doing, Coach? What's going on, boss? You said it's a thin line between yeah, hate yeah, and yeah, yeah. We ask you a lot, I feel like, about the hate, but I was just curious if you felt the love. Oh, what that yeah. I, first of all, hate is that comes along with the territory. You know that. Um, the love has been tremendous. Like, like I reiterate every week, just walking out there to a packed stadium, seeing the pandemonium around the city, and your friends and family members just coming in, explaining to you what it's like to come through the airport to Denver with all the Colorado apparel on and and driving into the stadium for myself, seeing all ethnicities, you know, in, in, in unity. And I, I love it. So the love nationally, even from the celebs that you see and the ones that are in the luxury boxes that you don't see, it's tremendous. And the faithfuls, and, you know, I have the absolute utmost respect because they believe, and you all believe, in the group here as well. Not all of you in here believe, but you know, <laughs> maybe 85% of you believe. Hey, Coach. Brian Howell. What's going on, boss? Um, I don't know if you believe in the term teams being battle-tested, but you guys have been through you know, a really tough first five weeks. How well, valuable is, those, is the first five weeks? Well, every, every game is a value. Every game is a value. Every game is, is, is that that you learn something or you glean something from, from, or a player allows you to know who they are, good or bad, or indifferent coaches um, reveal themselves also, as well as guys that's trying to earn a position on special teams. So we, we learn and we glean a lot every week. It's up to us 
to put these players in the right situations and uh, to take what we learn and we glean every week to put it on top of this week's game plan and prayerfully uh, do right by it. We got to do right by it. We can't just do the same old stuff we've been doing. We got a we got a receiver went for almost 200 yards, Mario. Right? We got to get him the ball, right? We got to get 10 the ball. We got to get five the ball. We we got to deal it. Come on, we got to get dealing the ball. We got to do the things that helps us win and and put our defense in the right situations as well. But those guys got to uh, they got to make plays. Hi, Coach. How you doing? Good, how are you? Excellent. Uh, Nikki Edwards, U Sports Report. I'm curious on how Travis Hunter is healing. Travis is doing well. I'm sorry, I always jump you guys um, because I'm, I'm excited. How Travis Hunter is healing and when you expect him to Travis is doing well. He was out at practice today coaching his butt off. He's one of the best coaches we have. Um, and uh, he, he's on, uh, shoot, Kamani, he's on his butt. He's on his butt day in and day out. And Travis is... I say maybe a week or two, two being last. Let's say two or three. It would be my dream and desire for him to stay out until after the bye week. But I know Travis; he's gonna want to, you know, because he's gonna see Shiloh most likely. There's a chance, a possibility, a prayer that you may see Slusher. You may see several, you know, starters of that secondary that's supposed to be in there. And I know he's gonna want to join. But I, I would love him to be out until the bye. That gives him a, like three extra weeks. Hi, Coach Adam, Mr. Tiger, 24-7 Sports. So Cameron Silman Craig's been on this journey with you for a little yeah. while, and he leads the Pac-12 inter interception. Is that awesome? Is that, is that, hold on, hold on. You, you can't just run past that. Like, like, didn't this guy come from Jackson? Yeah, the HBCU guys, they're supposed to be able to play at this level, right? And he is, he is balling, man. I mean, I, I, I've coached him since high, since high school. He's nothing but a, a, a classy individual, does his schoolwork, yes sir, no sir type of guy. Come from a great home, a great family. Um, love his, loves his siblings. I mean, he, he is a good football player and a good person, man. I'm so proud of him, I don't know what to do. Does he have some unique qualities that... He's a dog, he's go-getter. He, he don't play hurt, like if he's hurt, he's hurt. For real, because you got to pull him off the darn field. Um, always wants to practice, works his butt off in the weight room as well. Just a, a great kid. He, he's, when you say smart, tough, fast, disciplined, with character, he is all of that. He checks every box. And I'm proud of him. Go, Jake. Hey, Coach. Jake Schwannis, DMBR. How you doing? Doing great, sir. How are you? Excellent. Uh, just curious if you have any history with uh, Coach Dylan Hammond. Just your thoughts yeah, on Yeah, yeah. Got great history. Um, I don't know if he wants me to tell this story, but. I was assembling uh, a staff once upon a time. I'm not going to tell you who, for what, but he was a part of it. And we communicated quite a bit. And I was happy with every step that he's taken because I know he's that guy. I know he's been more than capable. So when I saw him get this opportunity, I was ecstatic. You know, then we saw him at, the, I think, the saw one another at the Pac-12 meetings, and that was like, yeah, that embrace was, was, was awesome to me because I know his client, and I know what kind of man he is, and uh, he is great for that program. He's great for college football. He's a tremendous mind uh, offensively, tr tremendous mind, but he's, he's going to be a great head coach, man. So I have the utmost respect and love and admiration for him because we were going to work together at one point.
Excuse me? Thoughts on the ASU football? I mean, they play tough. They don't give up. It ain't no quit in them, of course. I mean, that's who, who he is. Um, they're, they're like us. They're, they're building something that's going to be tremendous. You just got to keep watching the story and see how it unfolds. But uh, you can't take a team like that lightly whatsoever, negate the records, negate all that nonsense, and understand this team is building something, and they're going to be phenomenal. I, I believe in Coach Dillingham tremendously. Coach, Matt Smith, 104.3 The Fan. Yes, sir. You know, we don't get a ton of time to talk to you, but I wanted to ask you something off of that kind of broad strokes. What is your opinion on the NCAA and the way that universities handle punishment, right? For instance, what, what ASU, type of punishment? Well, for ASU, how they have the self-imposed postseason ban. This oh, year. What? what? What happened? Well, there were... I'm sorry, guys. I'm so locked into this. It, it's open, I don't it's watch open, that. It's just more of a broad strokes thing that there, there are situations where, for fear of further repercussion from the NCAA, but, schools will self-impose bans yeah. based upon history rather than what's happening with the current student-athletes. My mom used to hand out whoopings, you know, back in the day, right? So if I did something stupid, you know, I was like, Mom, you know what? I don't even want to go to the game tonight. I, I'm, I'm not even going. Because I know that would lessen the whooping. All right? So if that's what they're doing, I understand. <laughs> because I've done that before. Like, Mom, I ain't going to the fair. I'm good. All right? You ain't got to spend no more money on me. I'm straight. No, you come on in and go get that belt. Thank you. I appreciate it. The, 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 the one question I wanted to ask is we got a chance to talk to Shador about it after the game, but we didn't talk to you about it. Okay. Just your thoughts on the last six minutes, and you only have one timeout. You get the ball back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just, slow down. Slow down. One at a time. One at a time. One at a time. I'm, I'm old. 56. No I just look good. Um, we had one timeout because we had exhausted on foolishness of uh, personnel, um, special teams, personnel, defense. Um, I'd rather take a timeout than risk six points, not having ten people on the field. So not having enough time, I understand that. Because in those moments, the now is more important than the future. Because if you don't take care of the now, you're not going to make it to the future. So that's how I went about that. But it's foolish. It's foolish stuff. There's things that we went over this morning in our team meeting. We can't uh, dismantle ourselves with that foolishness of personnel. We got to know that. We go over that stuff every Friday. If somebody goes down, the next guy up. But we can't have the coaches going to find somebody. When that guy goes down back in the day, when little Timmy at the end of the bench, if he wanted to play, he was ready. He couldn't. That guy went down. He ran out there, and we sit up there waiting to be located. And I don't understand that. You got to want that stuff. So that was the, the timeouts. But just, yes, sir. Just the Shador was talking about how he checked into a lot of those runs. And yeah. Situationally, you need two scores there. True. But he, did you like the way you handled it, or maybe would you change some things uh, going back and looking at the? Let me see. Let me see. Shador. 262 and three touchdowns in the second. Quarterback rating is 441, leads the nation. Fourth quarter, he's completing 79%. Um, quarterback rating 222. And you think I'm going to change anything about him? No. Okay. <laughs> Fair. I would take the good and the bad. Okay. I take it. He knows what he needs to do, he knows what he needs to work on. Sean, go ahead. Coach, I'm just curious, you know, you're focused, like you said, you don't listen to, you listen to some noise, I think, but you don't listen to all the noise that comes in. What do you say when people like, local people here, Buffs people say, Dion for life, man. How can we get this guy to a lifetime contract? How do we keep him and keep if what I, we got? If I listen to that, I'm going to have to listen to this. You can't choose that. 
and not accompany it with this. So either I'm going to be in it, I'm going to be out of it. That's a wonderful gesture. I love it. But I'm smart enough to know and old and wise enough to know that that can flip on you instantaneous. A fan only blows when you're hot. My mama said that, not me. So if y'all want to be mad, get mad at my mama. Okay? <laughs> Hey coach. Yes, sir. From uh, in the offseason during the recruiting cycle, yes, sir. Martin Miller was a noteworthy name, but you mentioned on Saturday you had not seen a ton from him in practice. Was Saturday confirmation of what you saw in recruiting? Uh, well, we see a lot of things in recruiting, but you got to understand this is a tremendous transition from a high school guy being the guy, and everywhere he walks in the hallway, people are clapping. Ain't nobody clapping here unless you do something. That's just the nature of the game and the nature of the land. And the thing that those young guys have going against them is you got a pro quarterback that's not going to tolerate foolishness and not going to tolerate drops and not running the route at the right distance and not getting all the checks. That's, that cripples young kids. I mean, you rarely see youngsters that are prominent with a, I would say veteran, but a, a, a poised quarterback. Even in the NFL, that, that's, that's tough. But for him to step up, even though he didn't practice worth, worth a darn last week, um, to step up. I, I challenged him uh, yesterday, and I got a, a, a dear friend that called me and summoned me to get him on the phone to FaceTime. Wanted to talk to him and wanted to let him know that he has a tremendous gift. And I don't know what the conversation was. But I know I just handed him the phone. I said, somebody wants to talk to you. He looked at the phone like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was Snoop. <laughs> Snoop wanted to talk to him. He, he, he wanted to challenge him. And I challenged him about, it's one thing when, when they don't expect nothing. Now all of you expect something. So you're going to be on his, on his butt, on his back, you know, with your hands around his throat. Like, come on, we want to see what we saw against USC. So to prepare with the expectation is tremendous. That was our word of the day, expectation. We defined that, we talked through it, and uh, I made a point that it's not the expectation that others have of you. It's the expectation that you have of yourself that should matter the most. Thank you. Thank you. How you doing, sir? I love all the veterans, all the regulars. I mean, I appreciate you guys, man. Hey, you're accomplishing many great things here. to see you with attendance and wins and all that, and I guess, you had that moment with Travis and Henry, um, yeah. a character moment, I guess. Yeah. Above all, above everything else, how do you coach character? And do character wins like that mean more than anything? Well, you recruit character. And you, uh, you try to lead by example with character. Um, you know, many people wore a bracelet years ago, what would Jesus do? Um, even though you don't have it around your wrist, you should have it in your heart. Um, and you got to think of that person that you really look up to the most what would they do in that situation? Hopefully that's parents or, or uh, grandparents or loved ones. So we, we recruit character. We try best to recruit character, but sometimes we miss. And then we have to dismiss character. And you guys get upset about it, and you guys get all flustered about it, but you don't understand it's not just talent. Oftentimes it's character, because you got to get those kids out of your locker room where they were poisoning the whole bunch. Like, I pay attention to everything. Like, when we get our butts kicked on that sideline, I want to see who wasn't with it. Who wasn't in it. Who had already given up. Who had already shut it down. Who was ready. Who was standing up to the challenge. Who was ready to go get it. Who was ready to, 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 to fight. I watch all of that. 
because that tells you more about your team than anything they can do on the field. So I look for those type of intangibles. Great question. Hi, Coach. Troy Finnegan, CU Sports Report. You're always in the national spotlight, but this upcoming game has a little bit of a different feel in the sense that it's uh, less talked about, less in the spotlight than the previous five right. that you played. Do you even notice that? Does it make a difference? We, we, could, we could care less. I mean, I, we're going to be on somebody's television. I promise you that. <laughs> we're going to be on somebody's television, and we we got to go out there and exceed the expectation. We really do. It it doesn't matter if we're on a national stage or not. We, we're national. We People understand that we're here, and they understand that we're coming, and they understand that what we're building. So we just got to have a consistency and a continuation, um, especially early on. The challenge and the goal this week, we got to win the first and second quarter. That's the challenge, and that's the goal. We're going to win the first and second quarter. Hi, Coach. Ryan Scholes with Ralphie Report. <coughs> with Ralphie Report? Mm -hmm. Okay, I ain't know Ralphie had a report. <laughs> <laughs> Ralphie got it going on. Yeah, so you mentioned that Travis has been one of your best coaches, and we saw him yeah. coaching Omarion and Cormani on the sideline last week. Is that something that you kind of instructed him to do, or is no. that something that he took upon himself? You don't instruct dogs to be dogs. That's just who he is. I mean, I don't know if you watched well, you guys are not in practice, but Shador, after a pass play or whatever, he's always coaching the receivers, even sometimes in the game, saying this, this, and this. So those type of guys, that's who they are. That's what they do because they want everyone to come up. You know, when everyone comes up, we're, we're better as a whole. But Travis just took it upon himself to, to do what he does. That's what he does when he's on the field. He's challenging that other corner because he knows that other corner is going to get a whole lot of balls. They really are. But I, I'm loving what I'm seeing, man. I, I, you know, when Kamani get his thing together in its totality and mentally, you know, ready to, to compete every single play in Travis and Shiloh, shoot, Slusher, be back. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Like, this, this is something. It's going to be something to behold in the secondary. Okay, two more. Go ahead, Brian. I have two questions for you. Yes, sir. One at a time. Uh, Save down in Washington. Is he going be back at some point this year? I, I, yeah, this year, yeah, but not this week for certain. Um, not this week. But I tell you what, man, that, that young man played his butt off. He was in tears on the sideline because he couldn't go back in. And uh, I know Pastor Smith prayed with him on the sideline, and he told me the next day how much that meant to him. Uh, great kid, been fighting his butt off. We had another private meeting we had with him last week to just take that ownership of that offensive line and make it his, and he was fighting his butt off. And uh, he's one of the kids. I, I adore them all, but he has a special place in my heart because he really wants it. He really does. And the same question for you. You were very uh, complimentary to the special teams before the season. You were excited about that group. Yeah. How surprised are you that they struggled as much? No, we hadn't been special. It's just a little play here and there, a little bonehead play. I mean, Mono was supposed to kick that field goal. You all know that. You know how much I – Love my mom. He hadn't missed. I mean, he had an extra point block, but he had missed, um, as well as the punt. We just got to just punt the darn ball. We don't need the rugby style of this thing. <laughs> punt the darn ball. They top return. It wasn't even in the game. So that was just little things that we could fix. But we could fix those instantly. We just got to fix them. Are uh, you going to stop introducing yourself every day? I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I know you. I know you. Thank you. For, uh, well, you know, for the, for the stream, for everyone else, just okay. so they know the voice. So there they you know go. who's asking the questions. Uh, first of all, how is Shiloh doing? Shiloh's doing great. He's back on the practice field. Okay, good. And he's back on getting on my nerves, so he's, he's picking up right where he left off. So he's back on the bottom. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Not necessarily. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't say that. I can't say my son. My other sons would, they would, they would, yeah. That wouldn't go well in my house if I said that. Um, yeah, Shell and I was talking about the rankings the other day when I yeah. talked to her, by the way. She, she was very happy that she had moved up in the rankings just a little bit. Um, she didn't pass a fitness test, so she's not up uh, there in the rankings. So she's back on the yeah. Right. yeah. I'll have to have a word with her. Back to my actual question. Um, you talked about expectations. Yes. Last week was about expectations. Um, what is this? What What are the expectations for this next game, and where do you expect this team to go on the road? Well, last week wasn't about expectations. Last week was about winning. This week is more about expectations than than many of the other weeks, because that's the expectation that we have of ourselves to go in and win this game. You want to win every game, but I mean, you really expect to win some games a lot more than other others. Um, this game, we, we, we expect to run the football. We've shown that we could last week. We expect to throw the ball successfully. We've shown that we can um, in its totality during the whole season. Um, we've shown that when we take something away, let's dedicate to taking something in a way, we can stop the run. Yeah, they got a couple bounce out, and the guy made an incredible run. That was an incredible run. Other than that, you take away those yardage, we did a pretty good job of them stopping the run. Um, expectations is the, the shed the big plays down, scramble plays where they break contain, and uh, the kid did a great job. That's why he won the Heisman Trophy last last week. But if we stay in our zones and, and stay with our man, we, that doesn't happen. So the expectation is to do your job for the four to five seconds that that play involves you. So our expectations of ourselves are a lot more lofty than expectations that you may have of us. But we have tremendous expectations for this season. And uh, we... We're just getting started with it. We really are. All right, thanks, Coach. Thank you. God bless everybody. Thanks, Have a thanks, wonderful Jack. day. Thanks, Coach. Next time they come in here next week, won't you just look to them and say, oh, so you knew? You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to leave us now. <laughs>